Yeah. That's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, and just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Matt Man and Nine. Yes, sir. Welcome. I want to do it in a nice kind of flowful way. Well, by the way, each and every episode of uh, this podcast, that's a manual fade of the intro song. Oh, thank yeah. you, it Webster. Is it just produced that way so it fades out. No, that's a manual fade on the mixer board. Oh, Emmanuel Lewis was Webster. Yeah. Wrote the dictionary. Yep. That's the one. See, I can fade it back up, too, because it's manual. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long, is this, how long would that go if you let it go? Uh, about another minute. Hmm. Does it bother you? No, it's fine. I like kind it. Kind of chill. It's jazzy. I'm in your uh, kind you, of situation today. You guys like jazz? What's up? What's my situation, huh? I got my legs up in the air. Oh, man. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. <laughs> Why are you standing above me now? <laughs> no, I, I have them. Uh, what happened? I have them in a chair. I'm just totally relaxed right now. It's good, I man. I feel like I'm in a... Uh, Chaise Lounge. I'll probably Chaise. rotate around here shortly. You usually end up uh, doing like an RVD pose yeah. from uh, cabinet to cabinet. The split. Yeah. 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 <laughs> very strong uh, thigh muscles. Very strong hamstrings. Yeah. Uh, laying it on thick today, ain't we? Yeah. Three C's on that one. Yeah. It is episode 33 of After Hours <laughs> with the Rise Guys. Oh, I yeah, am Matt Mann. I'm nine. That's allergy cough. Okay. It's pollen season here. Yeah, you were saying on our... South Carolina. On the Rise Guys morning show, our other show, our morning show, that uh, you saw a swirl of it coming at you. Yeah, man. I saw it blowing off the roof of my garage. See, there goes the song's over. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw it blowing Love off it. the roof of my garage, the rough, mm. uh, like a damn puff of yellow smoke, but it was pollen. <laughs> Do you worry about, like, even with cigarettes, that when you go, like, you're outside smoking, <laughs> this is so wild, you're smoking a cigarette. Comes Hard up, to imagine, but okay. A little bit of wind comes yeah. up. Do you think that maybe over the years, sand bits that you've accidentally smoked pollen? I'm sure I have. At least what a little it, bit. Does it get you high? I don't know. Kids don't. Adults don't smoke pollen. Probably make you sniffly. <laughs> yeah, could be. Uh, episode 33 of After Hours. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, totally comfortable, and uh, that's the best thing. Is I sometimes wonder, do the window, the, the, the one window that we have in the, the other studio that we uh, conduct our morning show from, conduct yeah. or whatever, uh, we have that one window. I wonder if it's now a distraction because in here we have no windows, but yet I feel more comfort. Yeah, man, it's nice and cozy in here. Plus, well, when we come in here, it's always just the two of us working on something. Well, if we have to record commercials or whatever we do, it's just the two of us. That's all you can sing of it. Yeah. Otherwise, we get fined. Uh, can't, do, can't do the next line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't think know. that has something to do with it. It could be. Yeah. It could, or maybe I'll just start laying my legs up in the in a chair in uh, the other studio. Well, it is. It's kind of more comfortable because it's much smaller and tighter. I mean, we've referred to it as a closet before. It is kind of a broadcast closet. I don't mind it. Though. No, it's nice. I like cozy, man. Cozy ain't bad. Yeah. I like a, yeah. I like one on a beer can. Sometimes the beer can would be too cold for the hand. Yeah, or you don't want it to get warm. You want to insulate it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? 
Oh, that's a koozie. They oh, say. my bad. Brand name. Brand Thank name you. Velcro. Yeah. Like Kleenex. Is that right? What? That's a that's a brand. Oh yeah. Velcro, Velcro and koozie are brands. Well, I knew Velcro, but uh, so what are the other people calling? Why doesn't uh, why doesn't koozie sue all these uh, fake uh, bootleg koozies? Well, a lot of people call them beer cozies. I've never. Yeah. You call it a koozie, but it's a beer. It'll say beer cozy if you've ever. I don't know who in the hell's buying beer cozies unless you're buying them to give away as a promotional item. Cozies. Yeah. But it's a koozie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A koozie with a K. K-O-O-Z-I-E. I, I always thought koozie was K-O-O-Z-I-E. No. Koozie. K-O-O-Z-I-E. That's what you said and what I said. Too. He played for the Celtics, right? He did. Yeah. Bob Koozie. Yeah. <laughs> That's C-O-U-S-E-Y. Koozie. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in in Australia, they call it a stubby holder, mm. which here would be a condom. Wow, <laughs> says you. <laughs> yeah. Not to me. Yeah, the name Koozie is a federally registered trademark in the United States. My God, coined by Bob Altry from San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I can't remember the last time I bought Kleenex, but I've had it on my list and marked it off. I've bought uh, hand tissues. Yeah. Yeah. There's facial facial tissues. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Whatever you're going to use <laughs> yeah, them to clean up you, for, I don't care. Woo! Um, Get the ones with the aloe. You know, th- it, it's weird because I am like koozie, cozy, whatever you want to say yeah. right now. And normally, leading up to what I know we're going to talk about, I would be hyped. I would be hype beast. I would be so excited to talk about WrestleMania. Yeah. Mania. It's this Saturday and Sunday. Actually, it's uh, today's like the only day. Well, no, because today you have, uh, if you're really into wrestling, get this. You had Monday Night Raw yesterday. Uh, AEW Dark Elevation was yesterday, which is about an hour and a half. Today you have AEW Dark for two hours. Tomorrow you have AEW Dynamite and NXT TakeOver Night 1. Thursday, NXT TakeOver Night 2. Friday is the WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. Saturday's WrestleMania Night 1. Sunday's WrestleMania Night 2. My God. You didn't even say the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't care about that. Oh, hard, I do. That crap's hard to watch. I enjoy the awkwardness of that. They don't have inductors this year, so you get the recipient speech, but nobody's showing up to induct anybody. Even more so, it'll be awkward. Yeah, yeah, it will. I can't wait to hear Rob Van Dam's speech. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hopefully he's baked. That's why I think it'll be fun to listen to his speech. Yeah. Who else goes into... By the way, just so you know, if you do not like professional wrestling, this won't go outside too far of a mainstream kind of conversation no it'll stay pretty mainstream it's about wrestlemania you know what that is and you also know the rabbit holes we go down yeah we're gonna talk about mr t and stuff it'll be fine you'll have fun yeah get over it um yeah so now i know exactly what you do when you're not uh smoking funny things and sitting on the front porch what you watch all of wrestling all of wrestling i try oh, i try to it's gonna be hard to watch it all this week there's just so much see this week i think this is the week aew brings it incredibly hard they're gonna have to because the nxt takeover card is pretty stacked and two nights of it man four hours worth and they need to steal some of the headlines yeah it's all wwe now that they're in the bed with peacock this is their huge week yeah, yeah this, uh, this year you're gonna have uh the the 2020 class will be uh i guess recognized that was the question yeah thank you yeah, so rvd jbl this is from last year didn't get inducted yet jbl the british bulldog posthumously obviously because he's not will the dog be there uh jushin thunder liger i don't know if he'll be there or if he speaks english to do an acceptance speech i don't know i really don't know his english uh i've never heard him speak english uh the, the nwo the bella twins william shatner 
That's it. Titus O'Neil receives the Warrior Award, and he's a real good dude. And then 20, you have Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, the great Cully, and Rob Van Dam, and Ozzy Osbourne. Are you freaking – I didn't even know about that one. Ozzy what William did he, Well, yeah. <laughs> so pretty much if you ever guest hosted or, or with like Liberace, is he in posthumously? He should be. Ozzy did perform at WrestleMania 2. What about uh, Gladys Knight? Well, no, he appeared at WrestleMania 2. He was not with – and Alice Cooper should be in too because he was there with Jake that one time. Where is Cindy Dam Lauper? She's probably in. I think she is. Look it up. I'm going to look it up. Do it with one hand. I want to see if it takes you half as long. I need to find this. We're going to run out of time on this because we got a lot of wrestling. There's 37 WrestleMania. Oh, we, we ain't got to talk about, about them all. Is that the, the, all we've talked about is this year's Hall of Fame. Well, this the reason I said normally I'm all hyped up is I haven't watched a lot of WWE in a long time. The stuff I've watched have been on clips on Instagram or YouTube, perhaps, and those are usually just on Botchamanias, which are like, it's, it's bloopers of wrestling, uh, and I am not affiliated with them, although... People that think I am, I don't tell them otherwise. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what it, because it the, the product sucks so much. Fill in the blanks. I mean, it just does. Yeah, WWE. Yes, Cindy Lauper is not in the Hall of Fame. That's what I said. Not that's, in the Hall of Fame. I didn't know that for sure, but it's a damn shame. Yeah. She is the Pete Rose of the WWE Hall of Fame. She should be in the celebrity wing, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a bunch of BS. Uh, you're my celebrity wingman, <laughs> Jim. Uh, Kid Rock's in. She did way more than Kid Rock. What did what did he, Oh yeah, he performed for Undertaker. Yeah. Jesus. See, that's where you don't have celebrity wings of uh anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Celebrity wing of it. That's like you bought your way into it. It's like a star. Did they have to pay for their plaque? Did Drew Carey Price is right? Drew Carey's in the Hall of Fame. That is what I'm saying. Yeah. Pete Rose, is he? I think he might be. Donald Trump is. Refrigerator Perry is. He only was there like once or twice. Pete Rose is. Pete Rose should be. Yeah. Um, and that was just a, a dig for at Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually, and I, I said this on our morning show on the Rise Guys, I, I said, I said, I watched Raw, which was last night, which would have been Monday, the... April the fifth, Monday, mm-hmm. April the fifth, Raw. You're, you're now. I realize all this programming you've just said, but traditionally speaking, that was going to be a huge show. Yeah, it was, man. Absolutely drizzling hockey. It was doo doo. I mean, pieces. it was, and, and you know what, man? I really was open minded about, it, and I really wanted to like it, and I really wanted it to be good, Me and too. it just wasn't. No, um, and it, I wasn't trying to hate on it. I never tried to. I, I'm not going to spend like no. the better part of three hours of my night watching something just because it sucks. I don't want that. And there's a lot of things they could do, but they just, man, they just missed the mark. It was just kind of very basic, paint by numbers, predictable. A lot of it. Are we like armed? Are we like two guys that sit around talking about the NFL? Like we're armchair marks, we're armchair bookers, but we've watched it long enough to know like what does work. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've watched it a lot, and it's not even that I just want it all catered to me. It's just they didn't do a lot that worked last night. No. One of the main right. reasons I tuned in yeah, or flipped over or whatever you want to say, um, tuning in seems so antiquated. Uh, 
was to see the Bray Wyatt thing because I hadn't seen that you know live or whatever. You got a video new, package, nothing else. Got a video package. Um, I, I will say this was a highlight. It was something they did really well last night. Was it uh, Braun Strowman, who's right up the road in North Carolina? He cut a great promo with a lot of emotion to it. It had a lot of heart in it, oh, and man. it sounded great. But the whole thing around it is so stupid that it really detracts from how good it was because the whole thing started with. Shane McMahon said, you're stupid. And Braun Strowman said, no, I'm not. And then that's gonna, now they're going to fight. And that's the whole thing. On Revenge of the Nerds, what was the guy's name? The character name of the big guy that looks like Braun Strowman? Ogre. Ogre. Yeah. This is like Revenge of the Nerds 4 or 3. Whichever one, Ogre became a nerd. Yeah. And because he fought back, he finally realized, like, no, it's not cool to, uh, you know, be the bully. I'm going to take up for these guys. Yeah. Uh they Braun, do a bully storyline every year with Braun in one role or the other. I would. Are they playing off of that in some way? Like, is he kind of uh, dull? I, think, I don't so. think so. Oh, you do. I, I think he kind of. Yeah, I think he kind of. They, they are kind of playing off of that at times. Like a just big old giant goof. Kind of at times. That will shoot you or pummel you or you'll get his hands. You'll get his hands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the. Uh, Imagine getting his fingers. Ouchie wawa. Like when they had him team up with an 11 year old and win the championships, the tag team titles. <laughs> Stupid. A couple years ago. Um, they had to at least be 12 in my mind. I think he was 11 at the time. Um, not that the kid was stupid, just that the, it's it's dumb to involve an 11 year old in WrestleMania tag team match, in my opinion. Well, they're doing it on AEW right now, a good bit. Well, not in, in a good not way. in the match though. He's not wrestling. He's not a champion. He doesn't have a belt. He's yeah. a he's a manager at best. Give it time. Yeah. But yeah, so but uh, so yeah, they've done a bunch of bullying storylines, and they're all, they always involve Braun Strowman or Shane McMahon or Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. Ever since. Uh, um, the Undertaker's wife and Layla used to run around calling Mickey James fat, Piggy James back then. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, bullying's been just a consistent theme of theirs for well, many years. Well, that's the years. good and evil thing. Well, the thing is, they do that for the kids or whatever, but their audience is primarily fifty plus. Good lord, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, they do big fifty plus numbers. I thought NXT got their younger demo up. Man, their audience has gotten older since they they were went to USA Network. Um, the the one that does well in like the eighteen forty nine is the AEW show does. I mean it it, it does well. Um. So do you think that's them going WWE especially going after the younger demo when they do those matches where they're like using lasers and it's all pre taped and it's like what cinematic they call it. I don't think they know who they're going after, and they can't figure out who or how they're going after them. There's no mainstream anymore with anything, so you have to figure out your niche, and then. Go after that. You won't get the whole pie anymore. Yeah, it's not po- with anything. Like they got Bad Bunny in WrestleMania match uh, with the Miz this year, so the, it's a tag team match. Um, so they got that. So I mean, that's. I mean, like you said, there's no mainstream, but he's a pretty big deal, and that's a way to try to get younger viewers, I guess, is by having Bad Bunny involved. Yeah. I guess his audience is younger. I don't know who his audience is. I took two years of Spanish. I can't uh, translate it that fast. The guy does it really fast. Yeah. He's like the Eminem of... Uh, he speaks it as the first language. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you know, look, when I first saw the name Bad Bunny, I thought, A, that it was a uh, uh, some kind of fashion brand, and then I just assumed naturally that it was a woman. No, no, no. It's kind of like uh, Bad Bunny and baby or, or guys. I and thought, but Megan it was like the opposite of like bad bitch. I'm yeah. a bad bunny. Yeah. You know, yeah. freaking the sheets. I thought the same thing at first, but no, he's he's a dude. Yeah. And he's going to wrestle at WrestleMania? I'm a man in the streets, a streak in the sheets. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I don't have clean underwear. <laughs> no. Um, 
So yeah, with uh, with Mania, WrestleMania, I don't you know as far as this year goes, I, I don't even know the whole the whole card. I mean, I really don't. I, I'm excited to see Edge wrestle again. By the way, just when I mention Edge, I have to do a big whatever. He ain't gonna hear it, but a spotlight or whatever to uh, Christian. Good lord. I saw him wrestle last week on AEW oh, yeah, Dynamite. Man. The shape he's in. Yeah. Why haven't you been wrestling? I mean, I guess he was. He had some kind of injury that was, you know, bad. Debil- well, same thing with Edge. Yeah, and then, you know, you just take a few years off and you might get better. God. I mean, yeah. the, the, he's better shaped now than I think he was when he was in the brood. Yeah, and he can still go, too. Big time. He's still good. But now, we got to talk about WrestleMania, man. We're going to go in like. 16 and a half minutes. Well, I just said versus. the only thing I couldn't think of I'm excited about is just seeing Edge wrestle. Yeah, yeah, but well, I mean, we're going to talk about the past ones too some. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll say this on the forefront of this. I was a WCW NWA kid. I didn't get to see WWF unless it was Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Because it wasn't national yet. Or I rented WrestleMania videos from the Ingalls video department or whatever Many months after it actually aired. Yeah. I read about it in PWI and all those magazines. That's how we had it back then. And then you got some Saturday night's main events eventually started happening, and then the main events started. And you got to see it a little more as time went on. Saturday night's main event. But, yeah, yeah it was all the uh, NWA stuff down here because, you know, every Monday night, the yeah. Greenville Memorial Auditorium, they were here. But it was the national thing with, like, I watched Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. I had the action figures. I never had any WCW merch yeah. until... You know, I was in my twenties. Yeah, yeah, I, man. I, I grew up going to the Blockbuster on Cedar Lane Road in Berea, and uh, that's where <laughs> I really found out about WWF stuff. Was renting videos there. Like I remember, uh, one I remember very well was renting WrestleMania Four. I rented it several good times because it was two VHS tapes. Oh yes. Yeah. You actually, and in, in fact, you had the collection. You had like all the WrestleManias in the original packages at one point. Yeah, and I didn't get like the box set of VHS tapes. I bought them all individually over time. Yeah, and yeah. then sold them to me. Yeah, I still have them. That's good. I got VCR if you want to come watch them. Oh, that's like the Glass Menagerie. <laughs> um, yeah. So with that point, most of my fit, like you know, look the simple ones, and it's just the the historical. Uh, Compilation things they show, you know, Hulk slamming Andre. Yeah, that's I, an iconic moment. Yeah, at WrestleMania uh, three, the Silver Dome is iconic because of what it was. But yeah. as far as watching it and it being one of my favorite moments, mm-mm. no, it defi- It's like Babe Ruth calling the shot. You know, I hear the stories and all this stuff. Did it happen? Did it not happen? I wasn't there, nor have I seen video of it. Yeah, well, the, the highlight of uh, WrestleMania three was obviously. I mean, that was a highlight moment. That was your 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 gif moment. Yeah, that live on forever. But the highlight of the show was clearly Macho Man and uh, the Dragon, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, without that question. was great, great Often match, like an all-time great. Still kind of match. called the greatest match of all time. Yeah, that didn't involve Ric Flair. Yeah, Macho Man was really like, He's you great. know, the big deal through WrestleMania three, four, five, especially. Boy, just and then again at WrestleMania eight, really, because of all these different situations with his life and all this stuff, man. Like that's a guy who just still to this day did not get his just due. He doesn't, and you know what's weird is he. I, man, I talk about him for an hour probably. He he gets his just due Departed. from from very casual wrestling fans, people who grew up watching it, people who remember the Macho Man. He gets respect from those people, but people who are really into wrestling don't properly appreciate the Macho Man and how damn good he was. I'll tell you, He's man, one of the best I've ever seen. Man, the dude could work, and he was such a character. He was great at every aspect of it. 
I, I don't know what he got paid, but I can tell you the return on investment ratio for Macho Man to Slim Jim, they made so much money off that. Oh, yeah. They still, still to this the, day. Those awesome wooden displays yes, in the stores. I want one. Man, I want one, too, but I don't want to pay 200 bucks on eBay. I don't either. But if I really want there's one. There's a vendor. Yeah. If anybody listens to this, has an in on those Macho Man, Slim Jim, the wooden displays that look like him. We're not resellers. We're collectors. Yeah, we just want to collect them. I just want to own one. I just want. I don't know what I'm going to put in it. Maybe some kind of, uh, uh, you know. Slim Jim's? At my house for my well, guests. Well, yeah, I'd eat those out yeah. of it. <laughs> and yeah. then I would put, like, you know, a nice votive candle. Yeah. Something like that. would be nice. Nice I candle or something. You just, just want to have one. I want to have Macho Man in my house. Or put pins in it, whatever. Yeah, you put pins but in it. But that guy never. Cup. He was, I think, almost the way we're kind of still to this day, a lot of people appreciating Scottie Pippen for what he was to Jordan. Yeah. There yeah. was no Hulk Hogan without the Macho Man. Yeah, I mean, Hulkster came up, and then he, he ultimately he needed Macho Man because the the, I mean, after Nobody Andre at WrestleMania three, where was there to go? No, you had to. Uh, he carried on through Andre, but then you had to have Macho Man come up, and that whole big thing with Miss Elizabeth and uh, Macho Man Mega Powers turning uh, turning heel on the Hulkster, and then yeah. the Mega Powers explode at WrestleMania five a year after Macho Man won the tournament to get the belt. Then the, the strap the reunion. Oh, that was, that's where they they did go very mainstream to WWF then E now, and they realized what soap operas were. They realized what Dallas had done for primetime television of the great whodunits and love stories that were involved and Days of Our Lives and Another World and all this General Hospital. Yeah, they went after that, and that's what brought a lot of women into it because, I mean, it really did like. It made it like a, a soap opera on wrestling, and that's what my daddy always called wrestling was soap operas. Yeah. That's man soap opera. Well, yeah, and that especially because through Hulkamania, they had the kids in the 80s then. They had the kids big time. Yeah. And then they, they got mom and dad more interested with the, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so uh, I, I was going to say as far as stuff that I you know stuff that I watched live later on in my life mm-hmm. I appreciate more than the ones I watched many months later but certainly Mania 3 Savage Steamboat I mean that's the easy one that's the generic yeah. answer but it's so true yeah it really is man hard I mean, to argue with it one of the best Wrestlemania moments of all time best Wrestlemania matches now I'm not going to be able to tell you the numbers I, I might not even be able to tell you the years on. Some I can of help you favorites. out with a lot of them I know you not can. all of them I know you can. I mean, there's 36 of them, about to be 37, so eventually it just becomes a blur. That's where they just got to start naming them. Yeah. Um, yeah, WrestleMania four, by the way, one of my favorites, because you get Macho Man, and again, the matches aren't long, but he, you get to see him wrestle uh, Butch Reed. Hexall. Uh, yeah, Hexall, Butch Reed, Greg the Hammer Valentine, One Man Gang, he's from Spartanburg, and uh, Million <laughs> Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, all on the same night. Yeah. Who looks like uh, Ted DiBiase now? Who do we say? I don't know. The guy from this morning's show? Heavy set now? Actor. Oh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, oh, you mentioned something there that really uh, made my mind wander into a different about place. WrestleMania 4, Macho Man, but you were going to get to some of the some of the stuff you really liked about various WrestleManias. Well, various ones. Again, I won't know the numbers, but uh, certainly the, the Crimson Mask. With uh, Austin and Bret Hart. WrestleMania 13, man. 13. My favorite wrestling match right there. Was it? Yeah. Or still is? It still is my favorite wrestling match. Because it's, it's the it, biggest. It, it just, the, it was a 180 yeah. on both sides. Yeah, yeah. They did the double turn where Austin became the good guy and Bret Hart becomes the most hated villain in the company. And it started right there and it was just so perfectly well done. 
Uh, everything about it was just just his art. So what, to to put that into a non wrestling fan's perspective, that's like saying you're watching. Uh, well, that's happened in a movie. Let's say you're watching David versus Goliath in a in a movie kind of format. If that's I was going to Wolverine and Sabretooth or whatever. I don't know that. There's too many different fan fictions for me to keep up. But all of a sudden, something happens, and uh, maybe uh, David low blows uh, Goliath or, or something, and then the fans or the 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 onlookers, the villagers, they start to cheer for Goliath. The guy's been uh, the the bad guy. But see, Brett didn't even have to low blow him to get the to turn on him. That's why it was so beautiful. Well, so here's my question for that: Was that Brett didn't even cheat to turn bad? How do you do that? I don't listen to any wrestling podcasts at all. I don't watch a lot of wrestling, like I said. But was that something? Did they lay that match out from beginning to end, or is it something? Here's our beginning. Here's our middle. Here's the end. Boom, boom, boom. We'll call it in the ring. Or did the crowd decide how that went? And I, I'm saying this from like a deep perspective right now, but I, I've I've never heard an answer to that question. I think they had a pretty good idea, and they've watched it and broken it down on film before both those guys have, and uh, they both talked about how easy a match it was. Nobody really took any real big bumps or got hurt. or It was a really easy match. Again, uh, bumps meaning uh, injuries, falls, uh, yeah. not cocaine well, references. Any, yeah, anytime you get knocked down, it's, it's a bump. Although back then it could have happened prior to. Well, if you listen to this 25 minutes in, you probably know what bumps are. Well, they, <laughs> you know, when I met Hulk Hogan, he was getting ready to go wrestle at the Bon Square Wellness Arena, and he was you right for your before bump? He, No, he was chugging oh. Coors Lights. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. At least two, and I was only there around him about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, but those are two of my favorite, actually three of my favorite things from WrestleMania history: the Austin Hart match, Macho Man at WrestleMania four, and Macho Man and, uh, and Steamboat at WrestleMania three. Like I'm very high on the list. Another one for me is uh, you're very high in general. Man, WrestleMania eight had a great match when they were in Indianapolis at the old Hoosier Dome, the Hoosier Dome. Oh uh, yes, it was uh, a lot Bret, of chairs thrown there. Bret Hart and Roddy Piper had a match for the Intercontinental Championship. Great match, superb wrestling. I don't remember too much about that. I'm sure if I watched it, I would remember it. Oh, you'd love it, man. Let me ask you this, just to throw this out there, because this will cut down some of the talk. Uh, how do you feel, how did you feel about the career of the Ultimate Warrior? Because I'll tell you, did not care for him in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I loved him when I was a kid, because you had you know, WCW, man. NWA, you had Sting, and in WWF, you had Ultimate Warrior. That's what I attribute it to. I was yeah. such a Sting mark, still am. But Love you, Steve Borden. WrestleMania six time in Toronto at Sky Dome when Warrior and Hogan tangled, man. Oh, it was the best, and I was Team Warrior at that point, <laughs> man. Oh I mean, I God. liked Hogan, but I loved Warrior at that point. Did you tie little, uh, the way the Rock and Roll Express would tie bandanas, did you tie little tassels around your arms like a Warrior did? I never did that. Yeah. Uh, I would have, but I didn't have craft stuff at home. I would have been, uh, if I was a wrestler then, I would have been Ultimate Baconator. Yeah. That would have been my name. That would have been good. <laughs> I didn't care for Ultimate Warrior. Just in, Maybe it's the NWA, WCW. Uh, I mean, he sucked as a wrestler. He sucked. I, his, his promos were stupid. His character made no sense to me. I, I get it. Like the playoff of the Dingo Warrior and where he came from with Sting. They He's were, just this crazy guy who rants and fights. And, and I must have said real bad word there. I could if I wanted to, but I didn't. Shakes the ropes to the point where you might be messing him up. Yeah, he'd just run and shake the ropes. He was, he was, I hated his theme song. Yeah, he had the, the gene generic heavy metal sounding theme song, man. It was, I mean, it could have been in any 
Knight Rider, Magnum P.I., any of those shows where it got the, the pace got going real good. He was cool at WrestleMania 6 and in that time frame. But, yeah, the, it kind of wore off pretty quick, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, I'll tell you, out of that time frame prior to that, Andre, that was the guy, man. That, that guy still, nobody can touch that legend. Just, I mean, larger than life because he's literally Just larger literally, than life. And the way he would talk and every once in a while when he would talk, it would you just you stopped. And when he would put it, oh, man. Yeah. The thing with Bob, what what WrestleMania was the Bob Uecker interview? Bob Uecker was, I think, at three and four. He, he puts his hands around Bob Uecker. He might have been at more than that. But I, I mean, think that was at three. He put his hands and they t- his fingers touched. And Bob Uecker's a full-size man. Yeah, grown man. God Professional athlete, mind. Bob Uecker, you're talking about? Yes, uh, former uh, St. Louis Cardinal. Yeah, baseball player. And then went on to be a sitcom star. Yeah, and a broadcaster sure. in baseball for many, many years. Yes, just a bit outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What? What? Which other ones? What's your big moments? Like, I'm more Attitude Era fan of WWEF or FE than any other time. Oh, that was that definitely question. the best era. The thing is, there, there, through the Attitude Era at WrestleMania, there weren't that many truly, truly great matches. Um, like the Shawn Michaels and the Austin match where Austin became the champion, Stone Cold Man. Shawn Michaels was like essentially crippled with his back at that point. Yeah. He still had, a good, still had a good match. It just was more, that's where it started to become more spectacle than, you know, match. But the championship match was always kind of like that for the most part. Do you ever, I knew you do this with the movies, like you've referenced, uh, what movie was it? Was it Friday that you uh, said, oh, it's so great when I watched it when I was younger, and now I go back and watch it, it's, it kind of sucks? Yeah, no, Friday, I love it. Not still. Friday. What's the one I'm thinking of? Eyes a Bunch, man. Yeah, it was one of the Ice Cube movies. Um, but when I think about, because there's been all this retro- Oh, it was how cheesy Boys in the Hood is. Boys in the Hood. When you watch it now, it's real cheesy. Yeah, real bad acting. Yeah. Um. Almost like an after-school special with a lot of language and violence. Um, when I think so, there's all this career retrospective about the Undertaker because he's allegedly retired now. He's never going to come back and all this stuff. And there's been the the what is it they called the last ride? Yeah. So I the, believe it too. He ain't coming back. The more I think about him in retrospect, would the Undertaker be as revered as he is in the mind of most wrestling fans? Without his entrance, I say no. No, and he's a big part of now. If you turn on a WWE pay per view or a Monday Night Raw or anything, they put a lot of effort into those entrances. Every single person does. That entrance is down to every maneuver is choreographed about that entrance, unless it isn't supposed to be. But no, they put a lot of emphasis on the entrance. I mean, there are times when they have like six people in a wrestling match, the entrances take way longer than the match. I've never in my life, and I've met a bunch of good old boy rednecks who said, you know what? I did like the American Badass. Yeah. I thought that was the most miserable time of his career. It's just where I think he wanted to show people like, hey, I'm not really a dead guy. I'm not a zombie. Um, You know, I am a real person. I also am tired of pretending to be dead. I want to be more social and be out with people and Tattoo names on my throat and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I want to have Kid Rock perform. Uh, and the deal is, Kid Rock, if you perform, we'll put you in the Hall of Fame many years later. Um, but when I think about his wrestling matches, the walk in the top rope, yeah. old school, uh, you know, the choke slam, the pile driver, promos were generally kind of generic. 
Yeah, he I like the a, way he rolled his eyes back. He wasn't a good promo guy, and he talks about that himself. You know, he's not a very charismatic dude, and he says so himself. Uh, he Take. just was great at playing the playing the dead guy. I ain't shooting on him. I'm just thinking about like his. Was it during its time? It was the absolute most awesome thing ever. And now I'm like, you know, I did. But now wrestling is such a different. I feel like Jim Cornette, but it's like a lot of flips and crazy falls and stuff yeah. that they were not doing then. Well, throughout the 90s, The Undertaker didn't have a lot of good stuff to do. They'd always bring in, try to bring in somebody bigger than him to feud with him. Yeah. And then who did he have his best matches of his career with? Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels. Like, all of his best matches were with Shawn Michaels. He Foley. had some damn good ones with Austin. Foley. Foley, he had some really good matches. Not the one everybody thinks about. That wasn't really much of a wrestling match. No, it wasn't. And that wasn't him really doing anything. Yeah, yeah. All he had to do was climb up the top and uh, not get, uh, you know, equilibrium yeah. all messed up and fall off. And then again, you know, the best match Mick Foley ever had very well may have been with Shawn Michaels at In Your House Mind Games, where Mankind wrestled Shawn for the championship. Yeah, Shawn Michaels had he, he he has a lot of people's best matches in his back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> most people's best matches are with Shawn Michaels. Well, do you have your like? Do you have a favorite? What? A favorite Mania moment, WrestleMania moment? Because my problem again is uh, I attribute to I used to could you could tell me a wrestler and I could tell you their real name. Yeah, you know I used to could do that, but now in when I think about them and the the you know the less uh, that I watch and consume each week. I don't remember Summer Slams from WrestleManias, from In Your Houses, from, you know. One good WrestleMania moment was when The Undertaker hanged the big boss man in the Hell in a Cell. That was weird. That was strange. I mean, he really put a noose around his neck and raised the cage up and he was hanging. And you couldn't see they had the thing under his. Uh, yeah. They he, did really well with that. He was hanging, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an interesting moment they did that, that well, I will always remember and probably never be able to watch again because it's been scrubbed from everything, I believe. Because of, the, uh, because of that? That one was scrubbed a long time ago. What about the one where they drag uh, the big show, uh, No BS, Paul White's uh, dad's coffin with yeah, a police car? I think you can still watch that one. That was okay. just on a Monday Night Raw, though. Okay. Or a SmackDown. I think a Raw. I'll tell you. Okay. I just had to Google this, and, I, and the only reason I did it is to make sure it was a WrestleMania, but then halfway through Googling, I realized, so I just Googled it, was uh, just a personal pop and something that I kind of thought was going to happen, and I don't know which WrestleMania it was. It was four or five years ago, was when the Hardy Boys came back. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good moment. Because they, the way they were doing their their characters, they went and they showed up in like every smaller promotion around the world and the bigger promotions around the world. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they go to start going to like some podunk wrestling. Like Matt Hardy was that one wrestling that Nine and I were booked on. Yeah. That's how podunk it got. Yeah, man. And Jeff was at some too. Well, it, Yeah. Yes, uh, G. Bailey. Yeah, and uh, but then all of a sudden they roll in to WrestleMania. And, oh man, I just remember like a pop meaning like chills, like it's when your team scores a touchdown. That's the pop. Yeah. Now rarely do I get any jump up and stand in front of the TVs like people do with football games. Yeah, I'm usually quite comfortable watching <laughs> wrestling. Yes, unless I put money on a match. Um. You mentioned in the Hardy Boys, though, you got to think about the first uh, tables, ladders, and chairs match with Edge and Christian, the Hardys, and the Dudley Boys. That was at WrestleMania. Was, was it, Okay, I was thinking SummerSlam again. WrestleMania uh, X7. The worst WrestleMania was the outdoor one at uh, the Coliseum in Los Angeles. Oh, man, that, it was that, awful. No, I think you're talking about WrestleMania 9 at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. 
The one that was outside that yeah. Jim Ross came in on a camel? He was wrestling. Bobby Heenan rode the camel or whatever, and Jim Ross was See? wearing a toga. Yeah. Yeah, that WrestleMania sucks. Here. That is awful. It is not Wrestling good at all. Wrestling outside generally sucks. A lot of times it does. It can be good. I remember they would do that at the Atlanta Braves games. After after the, you sat there three and a half, four hours through the nine innings, they would then, another hour later, they'd have the ring put together out in the outfield. And then you could go on the field and stand again for two more hours. And watch wrestling. And watch wrestling. Yeah, man. Uh, one time at the old Greenville Braves, the Greenville Municipal Stadium where the G-Braves used to play, I saw it when they were building, after they'd torn down the auditorium, were building the then Bilo Center, mm-hmm. uh, I went out there to see a wrestling show when you sat in the stands and the ring was like where the pitcher's mound is or home plate one. Yes. Um, or maybe in between the they two. They didn't even take the screen down, did they? They took the net down. Oh, yeah. they did? Yeah. yeah the net. But, uh, but yeah, and I saw uh, Booker T and Chris Benoit wrestle for a TV championship. Man, great match at a house show. Really? Outside, yeah. That was a stadium show. Great match. It was a stadium show. They used to do a lot of those names. It, sound, it sounds bigger. Yeah. But yeah, WrestleMania 9 was the drizzling blanks, man, for sure. Yeah. That's, where the, that's when the Steiner brothers were there, and they didn't fit in in WWFE ever. Mm-mm. God, no. Yeah. God, no. What's Ric Flair's greatest WrestleMania moment? moment? Because I can't think of one. I mean, he again. It's it's me sticking to my guns and and thinking Ric Flair Starcade, thinking Ric Flair, uh, you know, uh, Clash of the Champions, those kinds of things. Yeah. The 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 biggest thing that comes to mind is when again back to HBK. Always Sean. When he said, uh, "Hey, suck it, I love you." Right? Yeah. Is that what he, he said? He told him I love you, and then kicked him in the face. He didn't tell him to him suck and it. Retired him. I don't remember. I thought he said, "Suck it, I love you." And I don't then think he, he said, "Suck it." Super kicked him. Yeah. Or uh, sweet chinned him. Yeah, he kicked him in the face and pinned him and retired him. Uh, other than that, it would have been WrestleMania 8 where he got beat by Macho Man for the championship, which was a great match where he was, you know, he had the, he was trying to, uh, had pictures of Elizabeth and was talking about he was having sex with Macho Man's oh, wife yes. and stuff. And then Macho Man finally got his revenge. And it was, I mean, that and the, the Bret Hart Roddy Piper match were the highlights of that show by far. Oh, he said, I'm sorry, I love you. He didn't say, suck it, I love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's thought what it he was thinking. Nicer than the, 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 the mean stuff in your mind. Did you did you give a crap about the streak back to The Undertaker? No, it was a good gimmick. I mean, the streak was it was fun, man. I didn't, I mean, I, I wanted it to end. I didn't want it to go forever. I didn't want anybody to go undefeated forever no, on that stage. No, and that's the wrestling edict, the old school thing, is you go, go out on your back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go out on my front. Hey, go, out on, go out on your back. I like sleeping on my tummy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I, just wish I had so much more to say about wrestling. Like when we, at one time, Nine and I had another podcast, um, it was about wrestling. I can't imagine trying to fill a weekly wrestling podcast unless you're just talking about old wrestling. Yeah, and I could talk a lot about the first, like, 15, 16 WrestleManias, but after that, it became more of a spectacle and less of a, I mean, honestly, less of a wrestling show. Yeah. It's had some great matches after that. That's when The Undertaker had most of his best matches were in his damn 40s at WrestleManias. With, sure. With everybody from uh, Edge to CM Punk to Triple H to Brock Lesnar to all of them. And, and he was, I mean, he was getting up there in, in age to be performing physically like that, but that's when he was at his best by far. What will Triple H do this year for his entrance? Is he wrestling? No, he isn't. Oh, no, he I wanted not. to see what type of crazy over the – was he going to ride a motorcycle with his wife uh, in the uh, sidecar? Again? Yeah, he's always doing something like that. Probably wear something with spikes on it. Yes. But, uh, yeah, he said he's uh, he's just he, – now that he's in his 50s, he's said he's 
too busy with his corporate schedule to to have the time to get into ring shape at this point because it's it takes more and it takes longer to get into wrestling shape now that he's getting up there in years. So uh, and with his his full time gig out of the ring, he doesn't he say he doesn't have time to get in wrestling shape. You know, it's funny is I was watching slash listening to CNBC the other day, and all of a sudden they said, "Let's go to WWE uh, COO Paul Levesque." Yeah, and, and there like, he is. What? You just broke kayfabe. Uh, Wolf Blitzer, yeah, you whoever do. it was. Um, Wolf, Wolf does politics. Yeah. Well, I forget who. Oh, Bray, Wolf. Raheem. Maybe. I don't know. But he... Uh, I think he like, does financial stuff, right? Whoa, Paul Levesque. That's Trips. That's yeah. Triple H. He's still ripped. Yeah. But, I mean, you gotta be. Yeah, he's still... In, I mean, I think when he talks about getting in wrestling shape, I think he means like, getting reps in the ring to practice and get his timing back and all that, shake yeah. the rust off. Yeah. I think that's what he doesn't think he has time for. Yeah. And he knows. Of course. He works out a lot. You see him post videos, him and, and Stephanie McMahon working out in the middle of the night, their home gym, just working out hard, furiously. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. They stay fit. Hard. <laughs> hard. Lift hard. Yeah. Is there going to be any uh, performances this year? The, you, that's been another thing they've been, uh, you know, it's kind of like the who's going to do the uh, national anthem at the Super Bowl. I know that uh, the national anthem at the, uh, the NXT TakeOver shows will be performed by uh, Anita Strauss. Who's a, a very nice lady who's been to Greenfield many times and plays in Alice Cooper's band. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, nice blue jeans. America the Beautiful at WrestleMania will be performed by BB Rexha, who is. I did see that on uh, Raw. Very nice to look at. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of hers. So no, no. Uh, well, Big Bunny, uh, uh, Bad Bunny. I don't know if he'll perform besides wrestling, which is that's a performance. Yeah. I don't know if he'll perform musically. He should have to. Ra- he should wear a headset and rap uh, as he uh, wrestles. Maybe he will. I just man, it's just it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun. Yeah, there's gonna be some good stuff. You get to see like the, the burned up zombie fiend wrestle Randy Orton and stuff. It's some what great day matches. is that on? I don't know. See, that's what I'll have to do is because I cannot give You can. Eight, I won't. You will. I will not. You will. Swear. Promise. On everything. You will. I will not watch two days worth. That's You'll watch the highlights much. of both parts. You'll but how do I do that? I gotta wait till after it's over. Yeah, and then fast forward. Or you can just watch it. Hey, what else are you doing on Sunday night? It's Saturday and Sunday night. What else are you doing on Saturday night? Tying them on. What are you doing on Sunday night? Going to bed early. Ish. I mean, I don't really go to bed anymore earlier on a Sunday. Than I know. Do me you? neither, man. Hell, usually Sunday night's the night I stay up the latest. Yeah. Oh, really? Because usually there's wrestling on. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. That makes sense. If it were true. Yeah. Um. Any so any predictions as we uh, the only thing I can predict with some degree of certainty is that uh, Braun Strowman will throw Shane McMahon off the top of a cage yeah. so that Shane McMahon wins the cage match and keeps calling Braun Strowman stupid and they keep fighting about it. Is there anybody that's floating around on the uh, available market that could make a shocking return? I mean, is there a chance that we're going to see not young but real age Rock there? No. No, no. They would have. That would have been their sales point. The most shocking thing you could possibly see would be somebody like Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch. But you know, from watching the last few years, they don't do surprises at WrestleMania. The they Monday save them after. for after WrestleMania. That's like the Kane winning. That that was so sorry. Yeah, it was when Kane won the strap, and then the next night on Raw he lost it. So he won at WrestleMania and then lost it the next night. Why does it count? Did he win it at Mania? I don't think he won it at Mania. See, he, he beat Austin one night and then lost it the next night. Well, it would have been a Sunday to Monday. Yeah, it would have been. I just don't think it was WrestleMania. Oh, well, it was, maybe it was Unforgiven. It was or, some uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. King of the Ring. He won it at King of the Ring. 1998 King of the Ring. 
K-O-T-R. Yeah. Let me That's make how we sure text about it. Show you what kind of stupid savant I am. It's not stupid. It's uh, scary, in fact. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to tell you in just a sec. It was Charles Wright. Yeah, Kane defeated Stone Cold at King of the Ring 98 and then lost it the next night on Raw. Who is Charles Wright? His godfather. <laughs> the good father. Who's Papa Shango? Uh, Charles Wright. Same thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, did not invent the airplane. Invented the hoe train. Yep. A lot of people don't know that. Uh I would love to hear if you if you're excited about uh, WrestleMania nine. You'd love to hear that as well, correct? Hell yeah, I would. But also, are you like us, where you used to be like so hardcore into it, and now you still watch it, but very casually, and just you just don't care. Like it's going to take so much to get you back into it. Yeah. And Stone Cold can't wrestle anymore, and The Rock's too busy. Yeah. And HBK can't see straight. And all these dudes, plus to like fifty ish. Well, tell that Steve Borden. I will. He's 62. I know. See, he, he's he's still doing it, though. Uh, episode 33, WrestleMania week. I am Matt Man. I'm nine, guys. Uh, I'm just one guy. No, you make good burgers and fries, though. Thank you. It's twice as much as your competitors, almost. Yeah. Uh, contact us on social media. I'm at O-Matthew, O-H-M-A-F-F-E-W. You can find me on Twitter, at Nueve. Just do me there. Yes, uh, do him. Do him right. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. Spread the show around. Leave some feedback. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah.